start spreading the news. Welcome back. Episode 10 of Start Spreading the News. Presented by Capital Sports Media Network. From high school to pros, CSMN is the Capital Region's home for everything sports. Joining me is my co-host, Micah Padre. CSMN founder, Kyle Milligan. Tough, buddy. It's tough. It's, it's just tough. That, that's the only way to put it. Today is not... A beautiful day to be a Yankees fan. A very bad week it was, Trevor. A very embarrassing week it was. The Yankees are a total disappointment right now. There's no other way to put it. They suck. Around CSMN, I do have a few updates for you, though. Call to the Bullpen episode 14 is out. Host Brad and David had a great week doing some traveling and watching some baseball, meeting some of the top prospects in the MLB, including MLB's number two prospect, Adley Rutschman. Go check out their new episode to hear all about that. Also in my podcast, the Section 2 Show, we had a guest in the last episode, episode 14, Division 1 commit, Carson Cotugno, who Trevor actually just got to see pitch at Amsterdam, right-handed pitcher out of Amsterdam High School, talked about his season and his journey to committing to Wake Forest and what he expects when he gets there in the fall. Go check that out on our website, capitalsportsmn.com. I want to mention that there are a few new blogs on our website for all of you to check out. The NCAA 2021 baseball and softball tournaments are going on now, and we have coverage for both. Two new Section 2 blogs are out from CSMN. Section 2 writers Russell Phoenix and Megan LaPlante featuring Jordan Prue of CBA Soccer, Kelsey Higgins of Shenandoah Softball. Those two blogs are out, and they're both great stuff all around. You can go find all of it on our social media at Capital Sports MN and on our website at CapitalSportsMN.com. Trevor, let's talk some Yankees baseball. Give me some facts, Kyle. What are the ALEs looking like right now? Yeah, so the ALE standings update, here it is. Number one, you have the Tampa Bay Rays, 38-23. and 23. Number two, you have the Boston Red Sox, 36-23. As we're recording right now, it is Monday night, and they're winning 5-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth against the Miami Marlins, so they're probably going to go on to win that game and improve to 37-23 and 23 to be just a game back from Tampa, half a game. Toronto Blue Jays are 30-27 and 27 in third place. The New York Yankees have fell to fourth place at 30 and 27. They're six and a half games back and the Baltimore Orioles are in fifth place at 21 and 38. Not good. Not good. Not good at all, buddy. But to start off our week, we welcomed in the AL East leading Tampa Bay Rays and we kick it off here. Little highlights from the game. Won't go through it all too much, but Miguel Andujar hits his second homer of the night to make it three, two Yanks. Kiermaier answers back and ties the game with a homer of his own. But the game was day 3-3 until the bottom of the 11th when downtown goes Frazier. Clint Daddy hits his fifth homer of the year, a walk-off job off Andrew Kittredge, and the Yankees take game one 5-3. Game two, Tampa Bay and New York back in the Bronx. Montgomery throws a gem, and the pen locks it down for a Yankees win. Uh, some stats, some significant stuff in this game. Geo started off the game with a two-run homer off of Shane McClanahan, uh, his sixth of the year. Nothing too special going on here for the rest of the game, uh, so we will just shout out Geo. Uh, game three, Tampa just works it. Uh, we finally get a Garrett Cole start, but Ryan Yarborough fires a complete game as the Yanks are taken down by a final score of 9-2. to two. That would just lead into the misery that was this Boston series. <sighs> Tough. Uh, I think that's the only way to say it. 
I know I've said it already this podcast. We lose game one on Friday, five to two. We lose game two on Saturday, seven to three. And we lose on Sunday in tough, tough fashion, uh, six to five. Sucks. Absolutely sucks. Swept. Absolutely swept. I mean, this sucks. And I was really looking forward to playing our Boston sucks sound effect, but I just can't do that today because it's just not the truth. It's just not the truth, Trevor. It's just not. The Yankees suck. They absolutely suck. There's no there's no way to put it, man. They, can't do it anymore. Anyway, Aaron Boone actually had a response to why he remains confident in this specific roster based on what he's seen so far. Boone, I'd love to hear it. Give me what you got. You've expressed a lot of confidence in your guys throughout the season. At this point, what what is it that you've seen from them that gives you this confidence? Is it their historic success? That's a big part of that's obviously a big part of it. Um, you know, I, I see the work they're putting in. I see the adjustments certain guys are, are making. Um, you know, I feel like I, I'm seeing, especially uh, with the number of guys, the quality of contact and the at-bat quality picking up, especially this, you know, last week where we're seeing some guys gain some traction. Uh, you know, now we got to get everyone involved, though, because, you know, for our lineup to be heavy, it's got to be uh, one that wears you down, and, and that takes everyone doing a part. Yeah, just – Classic old Boone speech right there, Trevor. Yeah, it's... That message is so old. Oh, like, my God, I, I can't stand it. It's so old, man. He's seeing things. He's seeing quality at-bats. Oh, my goodness. You're in the major leagues. You're supposed to have quality at-bats. You're supposed to do something with the bases loaded. Maybe I'll give I you want... the stat that I just read to Trevor in a little while. Go ahead. I don't want to get, like, to the point where I'm getting really like over the top with my takes. I hate Aaron Boone as a manager. I know he just know. doesn't he just doesn't do it for me. You know, it's to the point where I'm begging for sixty five year old Buck Showalter to be our manager and I just <clears throat> my God. Yeah, I'm not really the same there in the Buck Showalter, but I will say this, like I always try to, you know, not take some of the blame off Boone, but say that it's not all his fault. Like this week was absolutely, and it's his not fault. Boone. It's not. It's not Boone that's playing. That's like the bad part, and I know it's the players. It's but... not. But listen, listen. Like from head to toe, like from the front office of this organization all the way down to the last guy on our roster. Like this organization sucks this year. Like there's no ownership, kind of at least hinting towards being pissed off. Like, that usually happens. You know, the Steinbrenner family, like, there's none of that. Cashman just kind of sitting back and letting us do in-house moves rather than, you know, exterior exterior moves. Like, we're going to need to go get someone. Like, this roster just isn't it. It just isn't it. And this is I I got so excited the other day. I saw a tweet that Cattell Marte got scratched from the game late and earned – I thought that he was going to be a Yankee. I love Cattell Marte. He'd be a perfect fit for the Yankees. He can do play a thousand different positions. He would be awesome for this team. By the way, um, not only Cattell Marte is a possibility, but David Peralta is a possibility. And actually, the Diamondbacks just said today that he is one of their players that you know they will look to move. So um, there's a very good possibility that he will be on the move. So let's hope it might be a New York Yankee because we need someone. Like there's no doubt, but. 
can can you and I agree? Like, have I, I know you didn't. You had a very busy week over with the Hudson River League, but um, Andujar's playing well. Like he he's playing well. His at bats look good. You know, one of the best yeah. on the team. Yeah, he, he's playing good in the good. field. Just... He's playing good in the field. Like he could be an, a natural outfielder because he never was a natural third baseman. Like he was never good over there. No, ever. he doesn't have a natural position. So, right. I mean, but... for me, like he he's he's one of those people that I don't like. When a ball's hit, like I'm not like okay, like. It's a routine play. Like, I don't feel like anything's routine with him. So, for me, it's just like having that confidence of that defense out there is He's is played really good, important. and he threw, he threw someone out the other day, backpicked him. And, and I, wa- I want to ask you this, Trevor. Would you agree with me that just saying this organization is just kind of embarrassing right now? Oh, for sure. When the Yankees aren't sitting atop the AL East, it's an embarrassing season. Because everyone is Yankee fans. Everyone expects them to be at the top. So, going into the season, we're always like – this is the year, this is the year, and when it's not, we, we've we run our mouths to the point where we want to, you know, stick our foot in our mouths. So, and if yeah, it's embarrassing. If 100%. you're one of those people that just like, I just don't know what the problem is here, I'm going to give it to you. Here's our stat of the day. Um, these are our topics, by the way. We're going we're gonna to do some topics. Stat of the day here. The Yankees have only scored 215 runs in the first 58 games. Now, if you don't know how good that is, here you go. That's their fewest since 1990. Which in which they had 212 up to this point, and 89 fewer than they scored last season. So 215 runs. That's 89 fewer than we scored at this point last season. That's that's terrifying. Their their team average is a 228. That's their lowest average since 1968. It's a 213. Yeah, it's bottom two in the league, and it ain't two. So. <laughs> It's it's not good, Trevor. Like we can't no, hit. It's, we can't hit. That's bottom line. No, and we thought that the the hitting was going to be the the cream of the crop for this team. It's just not. Well, the, I the pitching I is must, better than we thought. I must say that don't put we in that sentence because I have always been the one to say, listen, it's it hasn't been the pitching. It really hasn't. It really hasn't. Everyone's like, oh, you need arms to depend on during the season. I said. We need health. Like, we need health. And and here you go. Here's like a semi-healthy Yankees team that just can't hit the ball. They just can't hit the ball. And it's been like that every postseason. They go a few games where they just can't hit the ball. And it gets them out of the postseason. And they don't do any of the little things right. Their base running is horrible. They lead the league mm-hmm. in runs and outs on the base path. Their base running mm-hmm. is horrible. They don't bunt. They, they never have. I mean, they never have good fielding. Mm-hmm. It, all around. It just They don't do anything right. Besides pitch this year. And like in the moment, our pitchers have so much pressure on them. They can never pitch confidently, man. And that sucks. That must right. suck as a pitcher to not ever be able to pitch confidently. I mean, you know that feeling. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm at the point where, you know, it's we feel like you're coming to the end of the line, but it's so early in the season that still can't really – you know, write the team off, but you're above 500, which is the good thing. You know, once, Correct. once we got above 500, I said, never come back. And we're starting to get close here. You know, d- this time next week, we might be having a podcast being under 500 and mm-hmm. we might just absolutely lose our, you know, stuff. And we might have an explicit podcast if we are under 500. That That's just <laughs> a warning to our listeners. Anyway, the Yankees are 14 and 21 in the AL East. You can't, you don't win the division seven games below 500. 14 and 21 in the AL East. That's that's not going to get it done, Trevor. 
Like, they're already seven games away from just trying to get back to 500 in the division. They can't win divisional games. They, right. they haven't been swept by the Red Sox, I, I think they said, in, in 13 years at home. Something like that. Like, it's that bad this season. You know, we've seen a lot of sat stats this year. This hasn't happened since this date, or this hasn't happened since 1968, or this hasn't happened since 1990. Usually it's like, we haven't hit this many home runs in this amount of time. No, it's it, we haven't hit we haven't done this bad since 1968. It's embarrassing. And you and I can't even look forward to watching a damn baseball game, man. When's the last time? I, I mean, like, when's the last time you looked at a week and said, Oh my goodness, like I don't want to watch a single game this week? Like, that's not a good sign. I, I wasn't excited for Yankees-Red Sox. Like, that's that's got to be, like, that's a sign right there, right? Yeah, I mean, like I, I said, it's I had a pretty busy week, so I don't know if I sat down and watched maybe six innings this week. So, yeah. And, and the, know, Yankees dominating, you, the, the Yankees yeah, dominating was... the Red Sox for the past two years, yeah, that, that script is old news. Like, we just got swept. That's over. We don't dominate the Red Sox anymore the past two years. Like, that's that's over with. Yeah, there is some I good agree. news, though, Trevor. Tell him, tell him some good news. Well, that would be Mr. Corey Kluber has been playing catch. <laughs> the timetable is still expected. This is crazy that this is good news. This is the best that news he, we got like, for this, you. Like, this dude just, like, threw a ball, like, 30 feet. And, you know, we're, we're excited about it. His timetable is still expected to be two months from when he got hurt, but... You know, he's still not ramped up yet, but he, he played a little catch. You know, I I myself played a little catch this weekend. So, I mean, and I don't know if that's good news, but. Uh, it's the best know. we got for you. It's it's the absolute best that we can give for you. So, please be grateful that this good news. I, 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 we have more good news. We have one more for you. Yeah, Sevy had his first rehab start, too. He topped out at 98.8. His fastball averaged 96.8 through 34 pitches, 11 sliders, five changeups. Um, so that sounds like he's getting back up there with his velo. Um, you know, he was, you know, an average 97 guy, so that's right about average. So excited to see him coming up. I think he threw for the Tampa Tarpons, uh, in their game this weekend. Um, and that wraps up our good news <laughs> back to the, bad yeah, news. uh, back to the crap. Um, Stanton in his last 15 games, he's got, he's six for 50, <laughs> Which, uh, oh I don't know, yeah, good for 120 uh, with one homer, two RBIs. And uh, Kyle, can you read that number for me? Yeah, 23 strikeouts. Yeah, okay, so that's two, three. So for if y'all don't know, uh, Michael Jordan wore that same number. So it's one less than 24 and one more than 22, which I don't know if you guys have spent time counting to 23. It takes a while. <laughs> He's almost striking out half of the time. It's so bad. Oh, li- oh literally, he's striking out 49% of the time. That's uh, not good at all. Well, 48. 46. That's 46. 48. 46. Times, times 50 by 2 times 23 by 2. 46. Yeah, okay. 46. Okay, it's bad. No matter what, it's, it's bad. Horrible. Okay, we have some more good news, actually. Mike Ford was sent down. We give it up for that. Mike Mike Ford's gone. That yes, that that is good news, Trevor. He was I mean, definitely the worst player on our team. 
Anyway, we have a new guy on our team. His name is Chris Gittins. They call him hard-hitting Chris Gittins. Hard-hitting Chris Gittins is seven at-bats, oh, zero seven. hits, one walk, and four Ks. So hard-hitting Chris Gittins is really putting that ball in play and doing good things for the Yankees so far. Uh, there was seven at-bats, though, so we'll give him some more time before he comes another enemy of this podcast and just absolutely um, you know, pouring our hate on another Yankee. So let, let's hope Chris Gittins does well and proves us wrong and we eat our words here. Okay, for anyone that decided to torture themselves the other night and watch that Red Sox-Yankees game, there was a bit of a mishap there in the, I think, ninth inning. And, you know, there was a missed call, definitely a missed call, a bad called strike against Rugnet Ordor. And, that, and the umpire was bad all night. Like, let's put that out there. The umpire was terrible all night. But, you know, this was definitely a half a foot off the plate. And the Yankees bench didn't like that. Our third base coach, Phil Nevin, was ejected, even though he is basically, you know, he had a life-threatening type injury. And he had COVID, and then he had, you know, other stuff that he was dealing with. He got ejected. He went out on the field. Is not totally healthy yet. He got ejected. Carlos Mendoza, our bench coach, he got ejected. Marcus Thames got fired up. He probably should have got ejected. And then Aaron Boone just doesn't get ejected and we get swept by the red Sox. aaron boots cool about it he goes out he's mad but he doesn't get ejected trevor what how did this does this situation fire you up man phil nevin is the blood sweat and tears of this team this dude i love this man fun fact was the number one overall pick the year jeter got picked fun fact now he's our third base coach he should be our manager Dude, someone someone else has to be the manager. You know, I, I've been here defending Aaron Boone time after time after time, and he just keeps trying to prove me wrong. Like, it's, it's the team. He can't play. It's the team. They can't hit with runners in scoring position. But at some point, your message has to change. His message, we, I just played it for you earlier, was literally, you know, I'm seeing quality at-bats. We're starting to get around that corner. We just got swept by the Red Sox. We can't win a divisional game. We're 14-21 and 21 in the AL East. We suck. Like, we, we need something new. And it has to start with the manager, right? That's where the blame goes. Philly, give me Phil Nevin. Dude. I hate Aaron Boone. I cannot stand this man. What's a quality at bat? A quality at bat is getting a hit 22, 23% of the time. That's not a quality at bat. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to read this stat. Here's a stat. It's pretty bad. So when the bases are loaded and there's zero outs for the Yankees, here, here's a stat. Double plays grounded into. The Yankees have seven this season. The Red Sox have two. Okay? Eleven other teams have one. Seventeen other teams have zero. Okay? That's the whole league. Now, here you go. Urshela has two double plays of the bases loaded. Nobody out. Frazier has two. LeMayu has two. Hicks has one. And Duar has one. The all-time record for a player in one season is three. Okay, was Count it. three, One, two, three strikes. Here. Okay, that was done. That was done by twenty players though. So Rochelle and Frazier are one away from that. Okay, everyone's on on track to to beat that amazing, incredible stat. Um, only sixteen teams in the history of the sport have grounded into seven double plays with the bases loaded and zero outs in a season. The all time record is eight. The Twins in 1961, the Giants in 2016, and the Yankees in 2021 through 60 games have seven. Seven. Can I count to seven? Because down. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's bad. Seven. 
It's bad. Something they, needs they, to happen. The with pitching this team. staff is awesome at turning double plays. The lineup also just as good. <laughs> like it is so mind boggling. Just hit the ball in the goddamn air. Okay. With launch angle being a thing nowadays, all you have to do is hit the ball in the air. I'd rather Drive have an attempted the run with a sack fly. I'd rather have an attempted suicide squeeze than a double play. All right, no, stop. Listen, seven. Sack We're gonna punch? break an all-time put record through seventy but games. Kyle, Trevor. Kyle, listen to me. Listen to me. All you gotta do is put the ball in the air. A sack fly is so much better. This team sucks at sack flies. We didn't get one for like a month. Listen, if I don't know why our approach changes when there's runners on when the bases are loaded. It seems like when the bases aren't loaded, all we're doing is trying to swing for home runs. Well, hey, and then when the bases are loaded, listen, we swing for we swing for ground balls. Listen, we're starting to what get around we that. We're starting to get around that corner, like Boone says. So maybe shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut okay. up. No, we're our, not. The guy that's supposed to be our best hitter, DJ Lemayu, has 63 straight at bats without an extra base hit. This team's bad. That's our best hitter. This team's bad, Trevor. And Aaron Boone has to go. So like uh it's so frustrating, bro, to watch this game to watch this team right now. Like, honestly, glad I didn't watch any games last week. I'd probably be furious right now. Furious. And I'm sorry for all the fans that are like, oh, how's he host a podcast? He just to watch the games. Well, I bite me, okay? I'm a busy man. <laughs> all right, questions of the week here at Berkeley Five Mixtapes. Is Mike Mazina the best pitcher to never win a Cy Young besides Nolan Ryan. What do you got for me, Trevor? Do you know? Uh, my answer is Burt Blylevin. The man had 287 career wins, 3.31 year, right? And 3,701 strikeouts in 22 seasons. Uh, the dude just did it all um, for, I think he was a twin. Yeah, I think he was a twin for a long time. Everyone knows Minnesota gets isn't going to get any love because they're garbage. Uh, so yeah, give me uh, give me old birdie. Did Mariano Rivera win a Cy Young? No. Do you think he should have? No. Okay. Anyway, my answer is Trevor Hoffman. In 1998, he had 66 games. He went four and two, 53 saves, uh, nope. one 1.48 ERA, 10.6 K per nine, second most in voting. He lost to Tom Glavin, who had who was 20 and six, 2.47 ERA, 157 strikeouts, and 229 innings. So I thought that should have went to Trevor Hoffman. As he, no, as he should have lost that, 100. percent 20 and six, no way, no way. With a with a slim 2.47, that's so saves, many games. And a How many point... innings? How many innings did Glavin throw that year? I said yeah, two, it was 200 plus. It was yeah, two, so 229. No, that's Tom. That's 100% Tom Glavin's award right there. All right. Anyway, that's just my, you know, well, Tom Glavin won, so I'm I'm saying. Yeah, that, yeah. No, I'm saying rightly so. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is that, you know, Trevor Hoffman is the one of the best pitchers to never win. That's all. He was a reliever. I mean, so. he's the second best closer of all time. Yeah. Anyway, Andrew Lavelle, 20. How does Tampa Bay keep beating us? Well, let me tell you, man. Tampa Bay is a good organization from head to toe. You know, they're the exact opposite of the Yankees. They do the little things. They steal bases. They hit with runners in scoring position. They catch fly balls. They hit, They you know, don't hit into as many double plays. They do everything. And, and you know what someone said to me on the phone today? Watching these Tampa and Boston Red Sox games, it looks like a bunch of young, motivated guys facing the senior citizens. The Yankees are the senior citizens. That's why Tampa Bay keeps winning. And, and they're going to win the division. 
So, well, maybe not Tampa Bay. Someone else is going to win the division because it won't be the Yankees if we keep playing like senior citizens. I love that. What do you think about that, Trevor? Yeah, I mean, I don't know because it, it, it is what it is. I mean, when you're in division, obviously the games are a little bit bigger. Um, what's good is that, you know, in the playoffs, we might not have to face – I say playoffs as if we're in a playoff position right now. Yeah, but, okay. you know, it's <laughs> – you gotta win games, basically. That's what comes down to it. I know you and I, two episodes ago, were screaming to our mothers that we're back, but we're totally not back. Totally uh, I think that was that. a little premature, a little excitement <laughs> from having a you know five and one or six and one week. Whatever. I think it was. we should call this episode "Totally Not Back." Yeah, I think "Totally Gone" should be the name <laughs> of this episode because we're just we're so far gone from where anyway, we need to be. Let's give them the trivia question of the week. What do you got for me this week, Trevor? I'm excited. Which former Yankees pitcher donned the nickname the chairman of the board? Now, if you're a huge old-timers day fan like I am, you should know this answer right off the top of your head. I have four options for you, Kyle. Mariano Rivera, Roger Clemens, Whitey Ford, or Don Larson? I'm sorry, Trevor. I don't know right off the top of my head. Who was it? Did, can you tell me who it started? Like, who started it, or do you not know? Do you know well, it would have... go based upon the fact that he was named chairman of the board for the whole the whole organization after his playing days were over. Okay. So it's Don Larson is my guess. Okay. We'll get there next week. We'll let's see you back here next week. Let's take a look ahead, Trevor. Yeah, so starting uh, today, we start a three-game series in the Twin Cities with three against Minnesota. Game one, Monty versus Pineda. Pineda looking like a big old hefty human nowadays. Uh, then we go Cole versus Dobnik. Dobnik, if you remember, was the man who was driving and had a five-star Uber rating back in the day. Uh, good for him for making a career out of it. But he's facing Garrett Cole. Tough one. Uh, so far right now, the uh, MLB app has it as TBD versus Hap. Uh, I don't care who TBD is. Hap sucks. So, uh, dub. Uh, but I believe it's going to be Michael King based upon the rotation from uh, the last series here. Then the Yankees will fly. They have an off day Friday where they will play two a weekend series Saturday and Sunday at Philadelphia against Joe Girardi and Didi Gregorius. Uh, game one, I believe, will be Tyone versus Howard. Again, TBD on the app. Uh, Spencer Howard, a young rookie, up-and-coming star uh, for the Phillies. And game two of the series, I believe, again, TBD versus TBD, but I believe it'll be Herman versus former Tri-City Valley Cat, Vince Velasquez. Awesome. Awesome. It should be, a, you know, you would think it would be a good week, but I don't even want to say that. I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to think about it, buddy. Okay, well, let's make our predictions. Five games, what do you got? Three and two. Do the Yankees turn around? They start with Monty versus Pineda. <laughs> if we lose to Pineda. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah. So I'm going to go two of three in Minnesota and split with Philly. Yeah, I don't want to keep overhyping the Yankees. So I'm going to say we're going to have a two and three week. I hope we have an 0 oh and five week and we fire Aaron Boone. If, if that would be worth it. Or just, you know, just trade everybody. That too. Anyway, I'll take you out here. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Cattell Marte and David Peralta are Yankees by the end of the week. Yeah, 
Definitely disagree with that. Bold, and bold prediction. Bold and prediction. both of them. Actually, uh, I'll digress a little bit. I'll go end of the month. By the end, <laughs> end of June, both guys are in our pinch. Right both now. of them. Holy hell. Well, I hope yeah. you're right. Anyway, let me take you out here. The Yankees suck. That's the only way to put it. We're very bad. We're going through a lot of adversity right now. You got to hope that we pick it up. But, you know, we have, you know, Hall of Fame caliber guys all over this roster. So let's hope we find a way to uh, get this done. Anyway, thanks for joining us here on Start Spreading the News. We appreciate your company. We appreciate your listen. Keep reaching out to us. Insta. Graham, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got, reach out to us at it. We're at Capital Sports MN. You can look at our question of the week and trivia. We do that on Saturdays. Make sure to reach out to us. We love answering your questions. We love doing trivia with you guys. We love all that interaction, so keep doing that with us. Once again, thanks for joining Start Spreading the News, presented by Capital Sports Media Network, from high school to the pros. CSMN is the Capital Region's home for everything sports. Trev, it's a bad week, but we'll get them this week. Peace. Peace. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyle Milligan, founder of CSMN. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Capital Sports MN and find all of our content on our website at CapitalSportsMN.com. Peace out, everyone. God bless.